0: Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so
1: glad you could attend.
2: Come inside, come inside.
1: There behind the glass, there's a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB.
3: gentlemen boys and girls dogs and cats and welcome to the one of the best hours of your week right here with me dave the dog man on 610 cktb this is dog talk and we will broadcast live to air tonight right till 8 p.m with me in the studio our very own abby green from 610 cktb say hello to abby green everyone hey what's up abby green It's Abby's birthday. Happy birthday to you, Abby.
4: Thank you, Dave.
3: And thank you so much for agreeing to co-host as our guest co-host and great personality. I would like for uh, producer Greg Campagne to join me now in Hello. singing "Happy Birthday" to Abby. Oh, Are God. you ready, Greg? All the way through? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. okay, but I'm not a good singer, and I I should almost let you lead, maybe, Greg, or okay, well, we'll try it. Okay. Well, I'm not ready yet. Okay, uh, just give me a. Okay, second just ready, here. ready. I gotta me, me, adjust me. my mic. And, uh, You're fine now. Did you you, you, you do do clear the me, my me? throat? Don't they do that, or is that just in the movies? Okay. Okay, here we go. Ready? Hold on. And one, two three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Abby. Happy birthday to you. Thank you, producer Greg Campagne, for joining me in the happy birthday to Abby Green birthday song. Thank you, guys. You are very, very welcome. Uh, as I said, Abby, I'm glad you're here with me. You are an animal uh, owner yourself.
4: I have many animals, yes. I have uh, two dogs in my house, uh, a Shih Tzu poodle, uh, a Jack Russell poodle, and then there's also two cats in my house. Both of them were rescued from the Humane Society, and then I also have a gecko, and then I have a fish here. Now, uh,
3: integration between dog and cat, yes, but I mean the get-go, have you ever held, is that how you pronounce it, the get-go? It's
4: it's like... A gecko. A yeah. gecko, sorry. Like Geico, but gecko.
3: <laughs> Save your 10%. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, do you hold the gecko? Yeah. And, of course you do, yeah. And is the cat or are the dogs uh, permitted to sniff the gecko? I mean, is there limited interaction between the cats, uh,
4: dogs, and gecko? I am very fortunate because my cat is dumb, and she doesn't seem to care about my gecko, Roger, at all. Like, I, she has seen him walking around, and she's just like yeah whatever we have so many dogs and so many other animals in my house at this point that she's just completely immune to all of it yeah
3: and why did you name the the gecko Roger
4: after the human dude in 101 Dalmatians.
3: Okay. Yes. Okay. And 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 tell us about the felines now.
4: So there's one cat, her and her name is Heather, and she's my younger sister's. And she's a chunky little gray tabby cat. And then my cat, Lena, is a light tabby, and I adopted her from the Lincoln County Humane Society about five years ago. Yeah. And one of my favorite things about Lena, I didn't know this when I adopted her, but she's the first cat that we've ever had in my house that's not afraid of my wheelchair. At all. Like, she will sit on the top of my chair with me all the time as I drive around the house. So she has nerves of steel. She has nerves of steel, but she's also like my perfect little evil minion. Like, she'll (laughs) sit in my chair with me, and I'm like, yes, hello. And I have my little cat on my lap.
3: Yeah, that's right, hon. Yeah. And, and the re- the rest of the gang. So yes. tell us about the dogs. So we
4: have two dogs. They're more my parents' dogs because they take the most care of, of them. So Zoe, she's a sh- the Shih Tzu Poodle. She's almost 11 years old now. We've had her since she was a puppy. And then Maddie is a Jack Russell Poodle, and she has endless amounts of energy, as I can imagine most Jack Russells do. She is constantly trying to get you to play with her. Constantly trying to play tug-of-war, constantly trying to get you th- to throw the ball, and she's about three or four years old now, and she's still crazy. She's a needy bitch, they call that. It's okay, <laughs> okay to say that when we're talking about dogs. I, I, I guess, yes. She's Be- a very high-maintenance little dog. That because
3: way. Miley, my lab, is a needy bitch, too. She's constantly <laughs> wanting my attention and poking at me, and, yeah. uh, and that's what you call a needy bitch in, in dog trainer land.
4: Yeah. Maddie will just sit there on the floor with her ball in her mouth, staring at you to get her to play with you. <laughs> (laughs) It's like, come on. (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, Abby, as I said, I'm I'm delighted that you're here with us uh, today till 8 p.m. Uh, and uh, co-hosting with us. We're going to chit-chat with Rob Knapp in a moment. He is a race car driver, uh, and he can be seen racing his uh, car at the Merrittville Speedway. Now, I met Rob because he was a student of mine attending the Dave McMahon Dog Academy uh, with his Dalmatian. Uh, and Now he has two Dalmatians, and uh, so we want to talk a little bit about uh, uh, merrittville speedway rob has uh, been so kind to uh uh get a couple of uh more than a couple i believe it's four free passes to merrittville that we will be using uh during contest uh, time for our dog trivia contest on the show today plus we'll talk a little bit about rob's racing career and of course we have to talk about his Dalmatians. Rob Knapp. Yeah, that's his name. The Rob Knapp Racing. Right now, you can see Rob Knapp's car, his race car, parked inside of the Penn Center. Uh, and And you'll see the Dave McMahon's Dog Academy... Uh, I guess emblem or logo on the side of it because I have I've chosen to once again sponsor Rob Knapp's Racing. We'll take a short break. We'll come back with myself and Abby Green uh, for more dog talk and we'll chat with uh, Rob Knapp right after these words. <laughs>
1: Kids with special needs deserve our community support. So when you donate to the Niagara Children's Center, these kids
0: get the therapy they need to succeed. I'm Jonathan Asiu, Licensed Insolvency Trustee from MNP, your local trusted debt advisors. It's important that we support our community. That's why MNP is a proud donor to the Niagara Children's Center. We're committed to helping families in Niagara and encourage you to do the same. Help kids shine with a one-time or monthly donation at
1: 610 cktbcom
5: Winter's tough on everyone, especially our senior pets. Sign up for senior fitness classes at Niagara Canine Conditioning Center Saturdays at 2.30 p.m. for six weeks. Come in and learn tips and tricks for caring for your senior dog, along with exercises to help keep them fit and mobile. Contact Niagara Canine Conditioning Center today for complete details. 289-362-5900 or canineconditioningcenter.ca. Space is limited, so call and sign up today.
0: Some things just go together, like GMC Sierra's 20-inch black gloss wheels and trailering package. With these impressive features and more, you'll look like a pro while taking on any project. Truck month is on now. Lease the powerfully efficient 2020 GMC Sierra 1500 Crew Cab Black Edition for $158 bi-weekly. That's like $79 weekly at 1.9% for 24 months with $2,900 down. Visit gmcoffers.ca or your local dealer for details.
6: Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Main West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect, and the utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. New patients are now being accepted. For more, visit Main West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com or
5: Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk six ten CKTB.
3: Welcome back to the Dog Talk radio show. Woof, woof to you. Yes, Abby Green is here with me and we're going to be chatting with Rob Knapp, race car driver Rob Knapp from Merrittville Speedway, who is, by the way, an owner of two Dalmatians. Hello to you, Rob. How you doing? Good, Rob. How are you doing, buddy? Very good. Good, man. Long time no see, no here. Oh hear yeah. We got to hook up sometime. That's right. We'll have to go to, uh, to Jeff Rose in Niagara Falls. The last time we, we actually got together was uh, at Jeff Rose for a burger, and they have moved now to a much oh. larger place, but they're still on Queen Street in Niagara Falls. Right on. we got to do that for sure. For sure we will. Well, I'm glad that uh, that you're on the program today. I've I've uh, told the audience that you're a race car driver at Merrittville Speedway uh, and also that you are an owner of two Dalmatians. Can we talk the dogs first before we go into the car uh, race car yeah, thing? We can. Yeah. Sure can. So you've got the two Dalmatians now. Now, how old are the dogs now? Uh, Cinder, my girl, she's three and Oreo's nine. So Oreo was the first one that you brought to me for dog obedience classes back when she was a puppy. Yep. Yeah, she did really well. Right? You and your girlfriend well. trained her with me. Yep. And then your other one is again? Cinder. Cinder, and how old is that one? She's she's three. You said three, three. Okay. Cinder's three yep. years old, yeah. So they're doing well. Yep. Yeah. And wrong. do you keep up with your training? I know Cinder came and did some uh some obedience training classes uh with your uh with your wife Chrissy. Yep. 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 Do you she, keep up she the does training? Most of it. What's I that, think Rob? I fix cars and she does the dog stuff, so okay. So so <laughs> your wife does. your wife Chrissy's pretty much the the handler and the one that does the maintenance training on the Dalmatians. Yep, and I sneak them snacks once in a while. So you're the spoiling daddy. I am.
4: Um... <laughs> Good for you. Any plans to get ninety eight more? No. Who's <laughs> enough? So,
7: hey, Rob, she, she listen... she planned playing that a lot of times. She's always saying, oh, here's another one. Here's another one. I found another one. I'm like, no, we got enough.
3: So you're happy with the two dogs. You don't foresee a third Dalmatian in the You don't future.
4: want a Dalmatian plantation? No, I got <laughs> enough. So um, when
3: we were off air, Abby and I were, were chatting about Dalmatians, and I was telling Abby that we don't see Dalmatians that often at the dog academy. Um... They were very, very, very popular when the movie came out. Maybe, I would say, almost three years after the uh, 101 Dalmatian movie came out, three years later, yeah, you still had the popularity of uh, Dalmatians coming to obedience class. Don't see them that often anymore. How about yourself? Do Do you see any Dalmatians? I actually really see them in the parks, even. I've seen two in the last year. So you don't, really see, don't yeah. see them a lot. They're just not as popular. What was it about the breed? What was it about the Dalmatian that made you and Chrissy decide that you wanted this? Hey, don't don't tell me it was because you saw the movie and you couldn't believe how intelligent they were. <laughs> <laughs>
7: That's what he's No, no they're the camera tricks. They're, they're better than the camera tricks. these ones. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, they, she always, we're if you we like them, and we just eventually got one. And yeah. And I loved it. I loved it. It was awesome. And we got another one, and then they passed away because we got older or older, and then I get to see newer ones, and they're they're awesome. I just have never, other than the mega hair problem, where hair is everywhere, other than that, they're just a good dog, and we have no problems. So we like them.
3: Yeah. Did you say that the hair is everywhere, the fur is everywhere? Is that what you said? Yes. Little mini hairs everywhere. I didn't know that. Do they
4: shit?
3: (laughs) Massive. I can't believe they're not bald.
7: Wow. It's ridiculous.
3: And you can't vacuum it. You pretty much got to take a sticker and stick to it together. Yes. Yes, I'm so glad you brought this up. So uh, Great Danes lose a lot of their fur too, right? And they're another breed of dog with a very short coat, much like the Dalmatian. So my mom used to take a nylon stocking, she would spray hairspray on it, she would put it uh, her hand through it and then she would wipe the great danes like this before uh, company would come over and i'd right. like what are you doing mom she's going oh you have to do this to collect all of the the uh the fur that's that's lying on the dog it's it'll it'll be because it'll go on off. everybody What's it's up? crazy how much comes off and you can't even tell like they don't it doesn't look like they're losing hair but they can walk by you and it'll be a cloud. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> see, we think of golden retrievers and German shepherds and all these other breeds that, that leave a lot of uh, hair behind. We don't think of the Dalmatian but being... But
7: bigger. It's bigger hair, so you see it, right?
3: Yeah. Because
7: it's so fine
3: and small. It's just everywhere. It's crazy. Especially if you're wearing black, too, right? Or brown. Yeah. You're seeing the white hairs everywhere. Yep, yeah, everywhere. It's nuts. You feed your Dalmatians raw or do you do the commercial kibble? The commercial kibble. Yeah. What brand have you had success with? You can go ahead and name drop. Just curious. You remember? Um,
7: no, I'm
3: you sure. A lot of people speaking. are feeding uh, Kirkland, the the uh, the Costco brand. I know some breeders. Uh, I know a German Shepherd dog breeder feeding Kirkland uh, dog food. His dogs have all shiny coats. Anyway,
7: no I'm problem. Sure food in the can. It gets poured in the can all the time.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Rob, so uh, the car that you are racing, can you tell the audience about the car you'll be racing this year? Well, it's a dirt modified, and I race at Maryville every Saturday for the season. And we sometimes go some, for a couple of special races here and there. And just try and keep it in trouble and have fun. How fast do you go in your car when you're racing? Uh, we're probably about 90
7: miles an hour, and we got turns, And 90 miles an hour, and we got turns. Nice. So it's, it's quick... Going stop, going, stop, going, stop, and then's for of see the wrecks, which is pretty crazy sometimes.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's another job for sure. How many years you've been racing at Merrittville now? Uh, so I went there in nineteen ninety
7: one and I've been there every Saturday night since then. And yeah. only, I only raced myself one year. I think it's ninety four my brother raced, raised ninety three. Other than that, raced every year since nineteen ninety one.
4: So that's almost 30 years. Yeah, I've been there for a while. Wow. You don't even look 26. Well, you know.
3: I don't well, know. maybe 27. <laughs> I can't believe you started racing when you were like three or something. Four um, years old. 15. I don't know. I'm not good with math. But. 15, I don't like the first time. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. And the car, your race car, is currently parked inside the Penn Center. Yeah, put you put it in there last night just drove it inside the Penn Center last night? Well, they made us push it. Oh, we pushed it a long way. We went end, we pushed it all the way to the other end, so <laughs> Of course, right? Because they don't want those fumes inside. Yeah. Of course you pushed it in.
7: But the good thing right now, it's all shiny and straight, and it pushes pretty easy. By the middle of the season, it
2: starts to push harder.
3: <laughs> Do you know what <laughs> I love best pushing. about your race car? Uh, and it's not that my Dave McMahon Dog Academy business name is plastered on the side of it. You know what I love better than that? Okay. The fact that you've got your Dalmatian right on the race car, like the decal of your dog oh, on the race boy. car. That is so cool.
7: One of, each, one of each, one of each dog, yeah.
3: Yeah, right on. When does the season get underway this year for Meritville? Um There's a practice
7: April 11th, and then the season... Spring sizzle, they call it, April 18th, and the actual first night is April 25th.
3: Well, let's hope let's hope those dates hold uh, hold true. Yeah, because sometimes we get some rain and usually we lose
7: one of them, but we'll see what happens. But we're, ready to, we're pretty much ready to go.
3: Well, you're probably one of the nicest uh, dog-owning race car drivers that I've ever met. You're the only one? <laughs> no, I know a couple <laughs> of others. Hey, a couple of other guys approached me. And he wanted me to sponsor. They said, you want you want your Dog Academy to sponsor? I said, look. I says, Rob Knapp, he's already he's already nabbed me. Really? Rob's already approached me. I said, so I've, I've got an allegiance to you. I've got to continue. I'm happy really? to be a sponsor once again. Nice talking to you, Rob, and you have fun with those Dalmatians. Good luck you in know. your racing career for this summer at Merrittville." Okay, perfect. Thank you. Have a good night. You have yourself a doggone good night, Rob Knapp. You got it. Thank you. You take care of yourself. Thank All you. right. We're going to be taking a short break, and then Abby Green and I are going to come back after we hear some messages from the uh, the sponsors. And I know that Abby is going to read a statement, I guess we would call it, from our resident veterinarian of the Dog Talk radio show, Dr. Aaron Bond, who's a veterinarian, and he is the owner of the Maine West Animal Hospital, as well as the owner of the Heartland Veterinary Animal Hospital. He is going to talk about the coronavirus. The other way of saying that is... COVID-19. Thank you, Abby. You're welcome. (laughs) And so he's going to talk about uh, whether Are carriers or not, and uh, what we need to know about that. And if so, they can
4: transmit it to us, if they can carry it. Uh,
3: that's right. Yeah. That's right. So we'll uh, we're going to let Abby read something that Dr. Bond has prepared for us, and I think it's an important message to get out. Okay, so we'll be right back after these words. I'm Dave the Dog Man. I'm here with Abby Green. Thanks.
0: Monthly chiropractic maintenance is preventative health care and offers many benefits to your body. Learn more from Dr. Tony Barcelona and Dr. Megan West in the features section at 610CKTB.com. Brought to you by West Niagara Chiropractic and Wellness Center in Grimsby. Pet Food Outlet is kicking off the new year with incredible savings. Come in today to save and stock up on all foods. The prices are so low, the competition is howling. Find your dog's winter gear with their huge selection of sweaters, coats, and boots, and dog coat sizing to fit any dog, guaranteed. It's also the place for pet-friendly ice melt, warm beds, reflective collars, and much more. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. 824 Ontario Road in Welland, 905-735-PETS.
6: Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Main West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect, and the utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. New patients are now being accepted. For more, visit Main West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com or Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com.
0: You want to go to college, but you're missing prerequisite
3: courses. Or maybe you want to land the perfect job, but are lacking some skills. Collège Baréal's Centre de perfectionnement des adultes is here to help. They offer the French, math, and science courses you need to get into college.
0: You can also take software and computer classes, soft skills, and communication courses to upgrade your job skills. Collège Boréal's programs are free for those who qualify. Study with adults like yourself. Drop in, visit
3: their website, collagebarreal.ca.
1: News Talk 610 CKTV is the voice of Niagara. And now we bring you the power of NBC News. We've also got some breaking news tonight. Richard Engel, NBC News. Las Vegas. Bringing you stories from the U.S. Kelly O'Donnell, NBC News, the White House. NBC News, New York. And around the globe. In Northern Taiwan. In southern Mexico. The most watched news in the U.S. I'm Lester Holt. Partners with Niagara's most listened to newsroom. News Talk 610. CKTB.
0: This segment brought to you by Maine West Animal Hospital.
1: Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610, CKTV. Welcome back. Welcome back
3: to the only radio talk show on planet Canada. You don't think of planet Canada, right? The country of Canada that's 100% dedicated to dogs. I'm surprised there's not more talk shows about dogs, considering there are so many dogs out there. Not a lot of Dalmatians out there, but a lot of dogs out there. True. Dr. Aaron Bond, veterinarian, owner of Main West Animal Hospital, also the owner of the Heartland Animal Hospital, has prepared a statement for us, and Abby Green's going to tell you about it.
4: Okay, so pretend I'm Dr. Bond. So he says, as of this time, person-to-person and community spread is the main mode of transmission for the coronavirus we are seeing. Infectious disease experts and multiple international recognized animal health organizations agree there is no evidence at this point to indicate that pets become ill with COVID-19 or that they spread it to other animals or people. It is recommended that when you interact with pets normally, you should continue to practice good hygiene during those interactions, such as washing hands before and after touching your pet and regularly cleaning your pet's water bowls, food bowls, bedding, materials, and toys. There has only been one documented case to date of a dog testing positive with uh, COVID-19 in Hong Kong. This was a very weak positive test and didn't indicate whether or not the virus is active or just fragments of the virus picked up uh, from the owner who was sick. The dog did not show any signs of illness. Obviously, this is an evolving virus, and we are learning a lot about it. Things can change as more is discovered, but at this time, it doesn't appear to pose much, if any, of a significant health threat to our pets. And
3: thank you very much, Abby, for reading that. Those were the words of Dr... Dr. Bond. Dr. Bond. You heard it right from Abby's mouth. But they're it, Dr. Bond's words. But they're Dr. Bond's <laughs> words, owner of the Main West Animal Hospital in Welland, also owner of the Heartland Animal Hospital on Macleod Road, in Niagara Falls, which is really close to Sunset Grill, which is my favorite breakfast joint in Niagara Falls. So there you go. He set the record straight for us, Doctor Bond. Thank you very much for uh, sending that. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to join us by telephone as he was
4: working. It's nice to know that we can't give it to our, our animals, right? Because there's so much about you know social distancing and self isolation and self quarantine. It's like you know, it's nice to know that if I have to be locked up by myself, I can at least have like my cat with me you right. know I don't have to worry that's about right. giving it to her <laughs> that's
3: right That's it. Um, We are going to take a question from Fred in a moment, and then we're going to chat with uh, John Greer, the executive director of the Niagara SPCA, and that's going to be fun, so we got a lot of good stuff to talk about. But contest time, your chance to win two free tickets to Merrittville Speedway, and so if you like the races, you want to pay close attention to this, so listen, here is your... Dog trivia question for contest number one today. We'll be doing two contests on today's broadcast. Here it is. What was the name of the dog on the hit TV series Modern Family? I repeat, what was the name of the dog on the hit TV series Modern Family? If you know the answer, you need to call now. 905 688 82, That's 905-688-2582. Once again, 905-688-2582. Your chance to win two free passes to Merrittville Speedway. It's a great way to start the spring. Going out, check out some races. Question again, what was the name of the dog on the hit TV series, Modern Family? So if you know you need to call 905-688-2582. Now, Fred has been waiting patiently on the phone. So we'll take Fred's call. We'll take his question. Good evening, Fred. I'm Dave McMahon. Welcome to Dog Talk. You're here with Abby Green and myself.
8: Okay, nice to talk to you. and Nice to listen to you. Well, thank
3: you, Fred. What can hey. we do for you?
8: Well, I have a, a, a pug, and uh, he's about seven now. But anyway, he hates having his nails done at the vet. I can't do it. He's just fights me too much. Right. So um, they've suggested, uh, and I've been doing it, uh, giving him uh, like a sedative before. Yes. And uh, it seems like by the time he gets there and out of there, then it really kicks in. So they're suggesting that four four hours before that I give him the the pill, eh? So I just wondered if that was Um, if if that could be any kind of harmful for, for him.
3: Well, the best person to give a sedative to a dog is a licensed DVM, which is a doctor, veterinary of medicine. Right. So, uh, you know, if you have a good rapport with your vet, and Mm -hmm. you've been going there for a bit, you know, uh, there'll be a trust factor uh, with the rapport that you have with your vet. And it's not uncommon for a veterinarian to want to sedate Mm -hmm. a dog so that the dog is going to be calmer and Uh more relaxed uh, Mm -hmm. so that it can have their toenails trimmed. Because when we do trim a dog's toenails, some of the dogs, I believe, actually feel as if they were cutting off their toes. The dog does not have a clue that you are doing this for their best interest Mm -hmm. And because dogs don't understand all of the English language It's not like you can have a little pep talk before you go in Now listen, this has got to be done Your toenails are getting very long And we've Mm got to trim them because we can't have your body weight supported on the toenails Because that won't be good for your joints and your back and your bones so mm-hmm. I think it's okay for the vet to yeah. be giving the dog the uh a sedative uh, as to whether it should be 4 hours beforehand yeah. you know you might want to ask the
8: vet about that Oh uh, yes yes we've discussed it and you know because like like I said it doesn't it takes a long time for it to kick in so but anyways and after that <laughs> once it kicks in he's pretty laid back
3: <laughs> Yeah yeah well that's yeah. okay that's yeah. that's yeah, all right okay.
8: But there's nothing wrong with checking with me and I appreciate that, Fred. No problem. I, I, I'm I'm you know I'm just concerned. <laughs> He's my best buddy, you know what well, I mean? Well sure he is. Yeah,
3: Sure he is. And does it does it seem to be working like when the vet does the dog's
8: toenails? What's your dog's well, name? So far we haven't kicked it back just many hours. Oh you know? okay. so um you know, like he just screams his head off, you know, like I like you said, uh you know, so maybe he does think you're cutting the end of his toes off or something.
3: Yeah, they don't but understand. But as he got
8: older, he's gotten worse, eh? Yeah. Right? So,
4: I feel for you, Fred. My cat went to the vet this weekend for her annual checkup, and from uh-huh. now on she has to be sedated before she goes to the vet because she gets too stressed, too. So I totally understand where you're coming from. But, yeah. I mean, if it's what we got to do to keep them not stressed, right?
8: Yes, that's exactly. And yeah. That's for sure, and I'm glad I talked to you. And, you, um, you know... You've explained a lot.
3: Well, that's good, Fred. Sounds like your vet's taking good care of you. Yeah, she always has. Right on. Yeah. Thanks for calling the show. Thanks for listening, and I appreciate your support for being a great listener. Thanks, Fred. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. Okay, let's slide over to Anita. Who is calling in regards to a contest that we have launched for the chance to win two free passes to Merrittville Speedway? The question, once again, is what was the name of dog on the hit TV series Modern Family? Good evening to you, Anita. Good evening. How are you? Good. Welcome to Dog Talk. Abby Green and I are here. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. How are you? We're doing pretty good. So do you want to take a stab at it? Do you know the the name of the dog that was on the hit TV series Modern Family? I think it's Brigitte or Brigitte. Brigitte. Can you say it again? Brigitte. 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 Bridget? No, no, that's not it. I'm sorry. Uh, No, it's not Bridget. No. But we do thank you for your try. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you very much. Your chance to win two tickets to Merrittville Speedway. Skill testing question What was the name of the dog and the hit TV series, Modern Family? 905 6882582. 905 6882582. You need to call before 8 o'clock to get the prize if you're the right answer. We're going to have a little ch- chat with uh, John Greer, who's the executive director of the Niagara SPCA and Humane Society. Good evening to you, John. Good evening, guys. Hey, great to see you with our new technology that we have here at the 610 CKTB uh, studio. Uh, Abby and I are able to see you, but you can't see us. How does that feel for you, John? That works for me. Does that work for you? <laughs> okay, so you've got your clothes on, uh, John, I've got right? I've my clothes on, Dave. Oh, yeah. boy, good. That's what it appears, or some kind of a pajama outfit. I'm not sure if it's a suit or pajamas you're wearing. John, how long have you been uh, employed with the Niagara SPCA, uh, which was once you were employed with Welland and District Humane Society, correct?
2: That's right. So we just did an amalgamation. So my years of service uh, are 20. I started there, and, and uh, for I've been there for 20 years. Uh, And we amalgamated last year with the Niagara Falls Humane Society. So the two organizations now are one uh, under the new banner of the Niagara SPC and Humane Society.
3: Yeah, full amalgamation between Niagara Falls
2: and Welland. That's right. Yep, full amalgamation. Uh, We can share our resources now. Uh, We have our mobile clinics on the road. We have our low-cost spay neuter clinics. So the two shelters are now seeing the benefit of that. And, of course, the communities that we serve.
3: I was fortunate enough to hear about the amalgamation when I attended the, uh, the gala dinner for the Niagara SPCA and uh, the uh, Humane Society when we were at, was this two years back already? I think it was two years yeah. ago at the Americana when That'd that announcement
2: right. was made. That's right. Yeah, two years ago and it's, it's all finalized. Everything's all set and, and away we go.
4: It's already been two years since you guys amalgamated? Well, it's, it's, it's been two years since the announcement, but it's okay. just been about
2: the last year since the official amalgamation with all the government paperwork and whatnot has gone
4: through. Okay, that makes sense.
3: <laughs> yeah. Now, you wanted to tell us uh, about uh, uh, your recent initiative when you were out in Manitoba uh, with you and your crew uh, rescuing more than 100 dogs and cats. Yes.
2: Yeah, so, Can you take uh, us through that? Sure, quite exciting. So um, we, we work with our northern partners quite a bit, and we've done some smaller transfers of 10, 15 dogs here and there. Uh, and we were made aware by Save-A-Dog Network uh, out in Manitoba. Unfortunately, some of the First Nations communities out there, uh, they just don't have access to available services. Uh, it's very remote. It's very expensive that they are able to get to the services. So unfortunately, those uh, First Nation communities, were at a point where they were actually going to have to do a dog cull. Uh, So they reached out to us, and we reached out to our friends with the Ontario SPCA. So about two weeks ago, uh, we were able to actually charter an aircraft, and we sent the team out. There was 11 people that actually attended, uh, and there was a team of about 20 to 25 volunteers on the ground at Metis in Kenora and then traveled over into Manitoba to a place called Thompson. Uh, So in total, we ended up coming away with 105 dogs and pups from those communities. Uh, And then that was the the aircraft flight. And then, of course, we brought them into Thunder Bay, and then we transferred them by our transfer vehicles down uh, into southern Ontario, down to our shelters. And while we were up there, the Kenora Cat Center was overrun with cats and kind of asked us if we could go back. So the team just actually traveled back, this time just by ground, uh, transport with our transfer vehicles and went there and picked up 77 cats and they also were able to pick up from some other northern rescues uh three pups and uh there are sorry three mothers and their pups and brought them back so we have quite a full house between between all three of our shelters we have quite a full house
4: that's what i was going to ask was how do you manage to house how do you have the space for all those dogs and cats
2: well, luckily enough, again, with the amalgamation between the two shelters, we actually, so what we've done, uh, we've set Niagara Falls up for all our northern dogs, and we actually had space for all of those. Wow. Uh, and then we just used Welland for, of course, our regular intake. And we, we also run the Port Colburn shelter, so we've got space there for right. so our regular guys just coming in through the door. Uh, and luckily enough, actually, just today, our veterinary team just lifted the quarantine. All the dogs are healthy and ready to go. Uh, so we're actually starting the adoption process. Uh, we just started it today, and we were already overwhelmed with the number of calls that people wanting to come in and adopt.
8: Wow,
3: that's excellent. How long was the quarantine period after you rescued the dogs, John?
2: It's two weeks. We normally, that's Four, what our Fourteen days now. Yeah, they recommended the 14-day quarantine. We just we okay, we want to be very sure that the dogs are healthy. And, of course, that we're not, we want to make sure everybody's vaccines are up to date and everybody's healthy. Uh, and we don't want to, of course, bring anything into southern Ontario that we shouldn't be. So they've all been that checked and rechecked and rechecked. So they're all ready to go and quite anxious to get out of, the, of their
4: homes. Do they also go through, like, behavioral checks and stuff while you guys yep. have them in your facility as well? yeah
2: absolutely so the one thing that people have to realize about the northern dogs coming in they call them community dogs so although they're not like our pets where they live in the homes with us the community does care for them because the community puts quite a value on them because of course what the bigger guys will do is they protect them against wildlife up there like wolves different things coming into the community that may harm the community so there is quite a good relationship so so far, uh, we have uh, maybe three or four of them that are just, they're just not used to being on leashes and being in that type of, so we've got some people, our dog walkers are in there walking them and getting used to leashes. But as far as like being aggressive or anything, we've seen no signs of aggression towards humans. There's, again, one or two of them that might not quite like other dogs. That might be just because they knew each other in the community and didn't get along even there. And that's really about it. But they're they're very, very human friendly, we found. And that we found out through the years when we brought them in from the northern communities, just because they get a lot of interaction with the people, they just don't happen to live in the homes. So a lot of these dogs, if they hadn't got picked up by the cull, uh most of the puppies we have twenty six of those dogs are, are actually just little puppies. And we had a couple of pregnant females, actually one just gave birth today. So of course they won't be a part of the adoption for of course their eight weeks, but yeah they're all the yeah they're all they're all very friendly uh staff are interacting with them the dog walkers are interacting with them and they they're just they're, they're really nice dogs
3: the dogs are getting plenty of socialization while they're in your care
2: Yeah, yeah every day we we started as soon as they came into our care of course the veterinary team stepped in first did all of the medical stuff and then basically our dog walkers and staff We set up an enrichment program for them, and every day we're doing something a little bit different with them, putting through their paces on the leashes and the different things like that. So, oh, yeah, they're they're having a great time.
3: Are you in need of more uh, volunteers in the dog walking uh, department?
2: No, we have a very, very robust dog walking uh, department. We probably have, Dave, about 65 volunteers. Wow, going strong. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So. like, yeah, the, the, those guys, when our volunteers are finished with them on a day-to-day basis, are pre, are pretty tired. They're, they're pretty happy to get back into their kennels and rest for the rest of the night.
3: Yeah. Well, I know some of your dog walkers and have had the opportunity to chat with them. And you've had some of your dog walkers for many, many years.
2: Oh, yeah, like, yeah, Palm is is the head dog walker. She coordinates it for us. And I would say Palm's probably been around our shelter for a good 20 years as well. Uh, And I got to tell you, they're probably the most dedicated group of people. I've seen them uh, when we did Hubbad Winters like they have bad winter storms and they're still out there walking those guys and taking them on their jaunts and, and you know, nothing keeps them back from getting in there and making sure the dogs are socialized and, and getting their walks every day.
3: Yeah, there's no doubt about it. You've got an amazing group of dedicated volunteers at the Niagara SBCA. Um, the adoption process, can you walk our listeners through that? If, if someone's interested in adopting a dog, can you can you go through that with us for a little bit?
2: Absolutely, yeah. So, actually, uh, that's a good question, Dave. Uh, so, because of course of what's going on with the, with the current uh, pandemic, uh, we have limited access to, into our shelters again, just for the, the health and safety of our staff as well as the animals. So, what we did today, uh, like I say, this is our first day. We're just out of our 14 day quarantine. So, we'll be posting them on our Facebook site, and we're doing it by appointment so that we're not we don't have crowds of people in the shelter. Uh, You come in, dogs will go up, Uh, you make your appointment, you come in, if that dog is adopted by that person, then of course it doesn't go back up. If that adoption doesn't go through, the dog will reappear. So, like I say, our phones are already ringing off the hook with people phoning in to make the appointments, and we'll we'll just go through the process. Normally, we would, of course, have the shelter open, people could come and go as they please, but we're being very aware, again, to try and do our part with the the, the current uh, situation.
3: That's awesome. Can you give the website,
2: please, John? Sure. It's, you can see the dogs uh, actually at the Niagara Falls Humane Society website or the Welland District SPCA website. And our Facebook pages, Dave, are probably the better places to go, Welland SPCA Facebook page and Niagara Falls. That's where we'll probably do most of our updates. Uh, most of the pictures will be on through social media on Facebook.
3: That's excellent. Did you have any upcoming events that you wanted to inform our listeners about? I, know, I normally would, but all our
2: events are on hold right now. With so. all the situation uh, on hand. <laughs> yeah, so everything's a little bit on hold. Uh, and as you know, normally right around this time of year with our two mobile uh, spay neuter clinics that we run across the province, we've even actually had to cancel the first part of our season for that, unfortunately. Uh, we, we Again, we're just sort of doing what everybody else is doing, sort of trying to do our part, you know, limit exposure, et cetera, et cetera shelters are in a a precarious situation when it comes to this because of course if the shelters happen to close we still have to have staff in there to look after the animals the animals still have to have that care so we're trying to do our best like i say to limit that and keep our shelters open so we're pretty much open for regular business It's just that what we're going to do right now is uh, we've told people again through our our social media, Facebook, call the shelter, make an appointment, and we're going to do it that way so that, again, we're just limiting the number of people in in the shelter at any given time. And staff, of course, are on a high-level protocol for disinfecting and different things like that.
3: Excellent. Yeah, makes total sense. John, thank you very much for joining us on Dog Talk tonight. Uh, And keep up the amazing work, you and your staff. You do an outstanding job.
2: Thanks very much, Dave. You take
3: care. Yeah, you have yourself a doggone great night, John. See you now. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Take care now. That was John Greer, Executive Director, the Niagara SPCA and Humane Society. That is what they call it now. Niagara SPCA and Humane Society. They have amalgamated its official Welland and Niagara Falls joined together. Just like that. Uh, We're going to do a contest. Your chance to win a pair of tickets to Merrittville Speedway. We've already given away a pair already. Uh, True or false, Dalmatians are born without spots. I repeat, Dalmatians are born without spots. True or false, I'm sure Rob Knapp knows the answer to this. Call now, 905-688-2582, 905-688-2582, toll free, 1-877-610-2582. Your chance to win that pair of tickets to Merrittville Speedway. True or false, Dalmatians are born without spots. Is it true or false? Call now, 905-688-2582. Stay put because Abby Green and I are going to be giving you some interesting facts about dogs right after we hear some messages from our sponsors. I'm Dave McMahon. I'm here with Abby Green. And our great producer, Greg Campagne, has taken super good care of us as always. So we'll be right back. Dying
0: all the time. Lose your dreams and you but lose your mind. Life if your dog could talk, they'd be telling you all about the incredible deals happening right now at Pet Food Outlet. They'd say something like, The food prices are so low, the competition is howling. Your dog would also mention the selection of sweaters, coats, and boots, the pet friendly ice melt, warm beds, and reflective collars. And well, if your dog could drive, they wouldn't just be telling you about Pet Food Outlet, they'd be going. <laughs> Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland, 905-735-PETS.
5: Winter's tough on everyone, especially our senior pets. Sign up for senior fitness classes at Niagara Canine Conditioning Center Saturdays at 2.30 p.m. for six weeks. Come in and learn tips and tricks for caring for your senior dog along with exercises to help keep them fit and mobile. Contact Niagara Canine Conditioning Center today for complete details. 289-362-5900 or canineconditioningcenter.ca Space is limited, so call and sign up today. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center.
0: What if you were given a life sentence for a crime you didn't commit? CTV Tuesday. From executive producer 50 Cent comes the real-life story of Aaron Wallace. This is your chance to make things right. A prisoner who became a lawyer. I will get back to my family. To fight for his own freedom. I'm a lawyer. I'm doing what I gotta do to get out of here. For life. Whatever it takes, whoever I have to fight, all new, Tuesday at 10, only on CTV. This segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital.
1: Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. I need to
0: introduce myself. No. 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 I'm a man no. No. Well and taste. I've been around for a long, long time.
3: Welcome back to the Dog Talk radio show. We're in the midst of a contest. Your chance to win two tickets to Merrittville Speedway so you can watch Rob Knapp race around the track with a picture of his Dalmatians on his car. How cool is that? True or false, Dalmatians are born without spots. True or false, let's go to Gary in the Garden City of St. Catharines. Good evening, Gary. Welcome to Dog Talk. I'm Dave the Dog Man.
2: And how are you tonight? I'm doing good, Gary.
3: Thank you very much for calling in. Do you want to take a stab at it? Sure. Okay, what do you think? Pardon me?
8: True.
3: True. You got it. It's true. Put your paws together for Gary, everybody. Put your paws together. Yes, Gary, you got it. Dalmatians are born without spots. This is completely true. Did you go to your friend Google, or are you just a savvy, savvy dog person?
2: No, I thought I was right, but I actually asked my wife as well because if anybody <laughs> when, knew, she would.
3: When in doubt, right, Abby? Exactly. When in doubt, check with your wife. <laughs> good. What's your wife's and, name? And everybody's doing good there? Everybody's doing really good there. What's your wife's name? Can you tell us or no?
2: It, it, yes, it's Terry. Terry.
3: Terry? Well, you're a smart lady, Terry.
4: Terry and Gary. Thank you.
3: I know.
8: Thank
3: you. <laughs> All right, Terry and Gary, we're doing good here and we hope you're doing well and congratulations on uh winning the two tickets to Merrittville Speedway. Stay on the line, our producer will explain how you're going to get your prizes.
2: Thank you very much and have a good evening.
3: Thank you so much, Gary. Take care now. All right, so Abby and I We have some interesting dog facts to bring to your attention, and uh, would you like to go first, Abby? I know you've got some juicy dog facts in front of you. So
4: let's start with a basic one. Dave, how many dogs do you think there are in the world? I
3: think there's too many. There's just lots. <laughs> never enough. I better not say too many, because as a dog man,
4: there's never enough dogs. But tens of thousands. Tens of thousands? Well, apparently there are 400 million dogs on Earth. I actually thought it would be a higher num- number than that, to be honest with you.
3: 400 million dogs on planet Earth. 400 wow. million. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And there's going to be more if we don't spay and neuter. True. That is so true. As Bob Barker used to say, (laughs) spay and neuter. All right, Abby, I'll go next. All right. The most popular male dog names are... Oh, this is highly educational. It's a good thing you guys tuned (laughs) in tonight. The most popular male dog names are Max and Jake. I'm not surprised. Yeah. And the most popular female dog names are... Maggie and Molly. Maggie and Molly, really? There you go. That's so cute. Says one particular source that I got my information from. (laughs) (laughs)
4: True. I believe Max and Jake. I feel like every dog I've ever met's names are either Max or Jake.
3: It's true. I get a lot of them. All right, Abby, it's your turn. What interesting dog fact do you have for us now? So
4: for the next one, the U.S. has the highest dog population in the world. Where do you think has the second highest population? Mm, France. It is France. I was going to say, I'll give you a hint, but my hint was wrong, so never mind. I was going to say Lady in the Tramp, but I guess they eat spaghetti in that, so that would, yes. be, it. that would be Italy, so never mind. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So France, France,
3: they're really big on uh, really big having on dogs, dogs uh, as companion family animals and, yeah. and protectors. All right, here's a a cool one. Here's one that's kind of trippy in a way. A dog's shoulder blades are not attached to the rest of their skeleton. And the reason for this is to allow greater flexibility for running. That's right. I want to repeat that. A dog's shoulder blades are not attached to the rest of their skeleton. And this is so that uh, it will allow greater flexibility for running. Isn't that wild? Another wild one here. Let me hog uh, the mic here, uh, Abby. Another one is, did you know that dogs have three eyelids per eye? And another good one is, how many layers of skin does a dog have? The answer is Three.
4: And I know you've got another juicy one over there in front of you, Abby. Yeah, one that I think is kind of gross. In Croatia, scientists <laughs> discovered that lampposts yeah. were falling down because of a chemical in the urine of male dogs. So dogs were peeing on the base of the lampposts, and it was rotting through the lampposts, yeah. and they were falling over. That is disgusting. <laughs> That's the grossest thing I've ever, I've ever heard. What is in their pee that makes it yeah. It's so toxic. <laughs> I hope people aren't
3: giving their dog beer or anything like that.
4: <laughs> We're just straight up acid. You're I have something. no idea.
3: There's a lot of acid in the urine of the male dog to be rotting them lamp posts like that. That's like solid metal.
4: That's disgusting.
3: <laughs> and the best dog to reportedly attract a date is—can we have drum roll? The best dog to reportedly attract a date for yourself is the. Golden Retriever. (laughs) I'm not surprised. There you go. Well, uh, I've told the audience before, and I'll say it again. I've got two dogs. They're both senior citizens. Chihuahua named Hannah Banana and a Labrador Retriever named Miley Moo. And all I can say is they're not with us long enough. Uh, Dogs don't live long enough. The larger the breed... The shorter the life expectancy, the smaller the breed, the greater the life expectancy. That's always been a fact. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a crazy dog fact, too. Uh, Abby, thank you so much for being here with me on the Dog Talk Radio Show, and happy birthday to you once again.
4: Thank you. Anytime.
3: It was good hanging out with you, Abby. Good hanging out with you, Greg Campagne, our super-duper producer. Congratulations to the contest winners. And remember, my name's Dave McMahon. You're listening to the Dog Talk radio show on 610 CKTB. We broadcast live to air every Monday night, 7.05 p.m. till 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can check out the podcasts on the 610CKTB.com website. Thank you. Hug your dog and have a great night. Bye-bye.